You have it not for you? It felt like Thursdays. Well, that's, no, <laughs> yeah, okay. Continuously close to the edge we're of, just the, almost of the there. Race. Yeah, <laughs> we're almost there. We're there. We're we are. There. We're, we're live, everybody. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here. This is another special episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. We're here once again a little bit earlier than normal this morning uh, from the VIP lounge. Oops, from the VIP lounge at the TCL Chinese Theater for the 19th annual Oscar qualifying Holly Shorts Film Festival. I'm here. I'm with Jack, which you know I love. And also, we have a very special co-host with us today, writer director, actor, editor, producer, all of the things in between. Florian Anderson, hi Flo, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. This is very exciting. And you're in the dress code, which we're really happy about. Also, we have with us this morning, Katya Shannon. That's it. Katya Shannon, uh, director of Us and In Between. Hi Katya. Hey, thanks so much for having me. How you doing? Yeah, good. Also, Monday morning. Also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Monday. I keep forgetting. We were mentioning that just a minute ago. I was like, I don't know what day it is. Um, Katya, we have about 15 minutes to chat with you this morning. Um, will you give us a quick log line? What is your film about? So, Us and In Between is about two long-lost lovers in their 80s who reunite after not having seen each other for 60 years and feel like... The, all of the push and pull of the questions that remained unanswered when they first met and the possibility of maybe rekindling their love. That's right. a really sweet log line. Yeah. So is it romance? It's a rom-com. A rom-com? There, there's definitely okay. a, a comedic element to it. but And then there's also um, sort of like a hover with the bittersweet as well. Mm-hmm. Just that trying to like hit all the little you know, heartfelt notes. So it'll get you. Yeah, it's definitely a heartstring puller. Amazing. That's the the intention. (laughs) Okay, well, let's start from the top then, because uh, obviously you're casting with age in mind. How did you go about doing that? That was uh, that's a great question, because um, for me, it was really important to reflect people in their 80s who were genuinely Mm -hmm. of that age. Yes. Um, So that was the first consideration. And I worked with amazing casting director um, Susie Catliff and she sorry, Susie Catliff. And she um, has an amazing instinct for people. And initially, we wanted to start with the character of Agnes, who's the leading lady. But um, because there are a few scenes that are more poetic, where we where we show skin and we show the the aging, um, it was actually really hard initially to find an actor who was comfortable doing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. because of the pressures on women. And as soon as you show age then you can't go back and all of that so we actually ended up starting with um david hargreaves who plays uh the character of eddie and he brought along uh kika markham and they've been friends for 60 years Hmm. so as soon as he was like hey can i do it with my friend i'm like who's your friend (laughs) 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 he's like i know who's who'd be great for this and um and then kika markham's had a really illustrious career with like François Truffaut and like you know she's she's been around the block so it's just amazing to work with two actors who have that body of work behind them and those years of experience Mm -hmm. and um yeah felt really lucky and also real history behind them Mm. yeah and like the stories that they would tell you between like between scenes and you're just like that could never make it in this version of the story (laughs) but also very hilarious because they were all like you know 
left-wing hippies in the 70s mm. like whatever that entails right. <laughs> how awesome imagine what that may be yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and so i mean talking about this this age and luckily having you know a prior relationship really helps inform the chemistry on screen but what how much information did you give give your actors um going up to the days of shooting um i would say i think I mean, their process, I just mold to the actor's process. So mm. if an actor comes to me and I can see that they're very research driven and that they've done a lot of the background on the character and they've built a picture for that character, then I just do sort of like almost a quick check of seeing like, are we aligned on the same understanding of the character? Mm. Um, and David Hargreaves came to me with not just like, obviously the understanding of the story and the subtext that's like a given but he went into like the subconscious elements of the story and he had pieced together things that I as a writer like basically ha had put in there subconsciously mm. and he just fished them out and I was just like I can't say that that was deliberate in the script but it was in the sense that it 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 was it came from a true place and you're absolutely correct you know so it's marvelous it's, yeah, yeah I mean God. it's the training of the Royal Shakespeare Company and like, mm -hmm. you know, working on BBC dramas for like every week for yeah. <laughs> decades. Right. So, yeah. So these, these are very experienced actors. Did mm -hmm. you find that there was a contrast between working with actors who are experienced technically as well as artistically to newer actors that you may have worked with? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you have to adapt to who you have in mm -hmm. front of you um, and their comfort level. And for example, um, one of the scenes that we worked on in rehearsal um, with the male nurse, Peter Retinasamy, that was like one of his first, um, he's a stand-up comedian, but that was one of his first uh, roles in a film. Mm -hmm. And so I invited him to a, a workshop session and it was really, really important to go and through that process for both of us mm -hmm. because A, it enabled me to test the humor of the scene, like, because there's a bit of physical comedy, and if that doesn't work in rehearsal, it's sure it will not work on set. Right. <laughs> and also for him, he said that it really helped him arrive on set prepared because he's shed that first layer of nerves mm -hmm. at the rehearsal, mm. and he knew what to expect, so he was actually able to be the guy that I had cast. Oh, uh, which is really fun. And in the light of rehearsals, would you uh, let your actors? Um, give some piece of uh, improvisation sometimes or is it really like married to the script um, what's your relationship with the script and what the actors are bringing um i think like the first way that i approach it is that we just flatly read the script and see whatever comes up from there um i have certain elements of the blocking that i come prepared with and i like let's give it a go let's try it and then I take all of their ideas because, like, I would be really dumb not to. <laughs> Absolutely. Katya, what did you notice in your talent's relationships to the camera crew? Was there a difference between the more experienced actors and, yeah, and your less experienced actor? I would say everyone on set was pretty cohesive with that. Um, our crew is really, really professional and really experienced. Uh, our cinematographer, Tristan Chenet, um, is someone that I've worked with before. He's very, very soft and really like great with actors when he needs to make a little comment or adjustment. Mm -hmm. um, so 
I, I would say that actually even the lesser experienced actors that came on set um, kind of filled right, like just slipped right into the set culture. Uh, and I don't know if that comes from an, an element of leadership from mm -hmm. the older actors as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they were they were definitely there to set a good tone for everyone. What is your personal philosophy on how you like discussions, creative discussions, technical discussions to happen between, say, the camera crew and the talent? Do you prefer that they go through you or are you OK with everyone just kind of collaborating and making the story together? I think it really depends on the nature of what's what's wrong with the with mm -hmm. the program or with the, um, the scene, what's not mm -hmm. working. If it's mm. something that's performance driven, then I'd like to be involved in that conversation. Um, so if a cinematographer per, like says, actually, this isn't really working on camera for me and we can talk about it, I'd rather try that first before him mm -hmm. going straight to the actors and starting to direct the right. performance. Like right. that, <laughs> that, that would feel like overstepping <laughs> for me. Um, but I think that in general, I really like the open spirit of collaboration and the best idea wins. So um, if it's a cinematographer who's like, hey, can you just put your hand right there? Like just tell them directly because like there's no reason for me to repeat what you, you mm -hmm. just right said, like you know? slow it down so yeah i think it's just about really knowing what you're contributing to the scene and why it's important for for you to say that yeah do you have a favorite shot yeah uh, i'm i love the overhead shot that we use in some of our marketing stills because they're both on the bed and they're kind of they're very teenagery about them mm. but there's also we're never masking the fact that they're 80 and they're we're mm -hmm. embracing that but also using the tug of um, of young love and uh -huh. that vitality and freshness and you can kind of see all of that in that awkwardness of them just lying on bed in the bed together oh my goodness, so wonderful really you cool. sold me yeah cool yeah, yeah. when do you screen <laughs> how do we see it when do we screen do you screen yeah so we're screening on August 15th at 12 um, at the TCL um, that's tomorrow, tomorrow everybody but if you can't make it we have great news the virtual accompaniment to the holly shorts festival bitpix has a movie for you bitpixtv.com you have no excuse to miss it so go yeah. find it yeah. yeah thanks everyone for joining us thank you katya we'll see you i hope tomorrow yeah thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for having me and we'll see you guys at 11 bye this has been another episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. Follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to keep up to date on new episode releases. We will be live through August 20th here at Holly Shorts Film Fest. If you're here, drop in and say a little hello at the VIP lounge. We also want to thank our sponsors, Apogee, Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Tech. As a special gift to you listeners, we partnered with We Make Movies to get you a discount on comprehensive production insurance packages. Use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote by visiting wemakemovies.org insurance. If you missed any of our live streams, you can watch all of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Cinematography for Actors. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cinematography for Actors. You can also catch us in a more formal setting on Monday, August 14th at Japan House for a panel discussion on the importance of bridging the gap between talent and crew. You can get 20% off of your ticket purchase by using the code HSFF2023CFA at checkout. Thanks.